What's up, KDHR fam? It's your boy Metal back again another week. All right, let's just jump into what we're doing. We got Megadeth this week. <laughs> you excited about this? Uh, sure. <laughs> I was actually expecting you to say no. I mean, I'm always excited to do the show, even when I have no idea what's going on. Well, yeah, that's fair. Which is like most weeks. <laughs> Let's be real here. I just kind of show up and talk. I felt that. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, so then I guess the same question from last week. I mean, it's probably not going to have much of an answer. Just <laughs> what's your experience with Megadeth? <laughs> it's the same answer as last week, which is none. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Um, all right. Let's just quickly go through their history then. Uh, so 1983 through 87 is their formation killing is my business and peace sells so the first couple albums and and uh this is the one part that you i know won't know because we don't we just don't talk about it on the show but so what happened was that basically dave <laughs> mustaine the main person that created megadeth uh-huh he was in metallica oh that's kind of cool yeah except until you know he got kicked out yeah. For being uh, an abusive alcoholic. Oh, that's you know? less cool. Yeah, he was drunk all the fucking time, basically. Yeah, that's and not so, good. What, last week when I was saying, oh, yeah, like he, uh, Kurt got hired like four days before Dave left. Yeah. Or Dave was out or something like that. That's what I was referring. That's what happened. Yeah. And they were in a gig somewhere. Like they were going to a gig somewhere on the East Coast. Oh, no. And then they were like, hey, man, you're out. Just left them there. Just left them there. Oof, that's rough. It really is. And um, <laughs> and so then, uh, you know, Dave was pissed and he was I like... I mean, I would be too if I was just like left on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> and so he was just like really mad and he was like, fuck all of you basically. And like, yeah, he went back to LA and like immediately uh, started looking for new bandmates. And then he made a band that originally was called Fallen Angels. And then um, <laughs> and then it says, after numerous band members, the band's name was changed to Megadeth. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, uh, David Ellefson, who's been the bass player for the longest, yeah. up until recently, uh, was Dave Mustaine's neighbor. That's interesting actually so they've been wow that's i didn't know that one and audi metalhead talks about megadeth a lot and so does izzy yeah but neither one of them has ever mentioned this to me so i'm like oh cool yeah that is kind of cool but i would also probably be super annoying like oh hey dude i know it's like 2 a.m but i have an idea for a song i'm coming over that probably did happen so many times for sure happened but it would be super annoying yeah um, and then the other guy was Greg Handovit, who had moved from Minnesota to Los Angeles. Greg <laughs> is such a metal name. We I love sh- Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. Um, yeah, he only lasted a few months. Poor Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, um, he was out. And then apparently Dave and Dave had auditioned 15 drummers. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so many. Yeah, he's, they said he and Ellison auditioned 15, about 15 drummers, hoping to find one who understood meter changes in music. Oh, that's important. That is very important. 
<laughs> um, yeah, and then they got, they got, they finally got a drummer, and then they tried to find a lead singer, and after six months, Dave was just like, man, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Yeah. And so he became the lead singer, and then they did a demo tape in 1984, um, which was called Last Rites, which is pretty cool. Um, and it had early versions of Last Rice slash Love to Death, The Skull Beneath the Skin, and Mechanics, um, which all three of those songs ended up appearing on the band's actual debut um, debut album. Uh, so then here's here's what was something that's really cool. So Kerry King is the guitarist for well was the guitarist for Slayer. Uh huh. Um, and I say was because you know they're not a band anymore. They broke up. Mm-hmm. They're done. They, they quit. They retired. Uh, but Kerry King actually played uh, a couple of shows for Megadeth for a little while in the spring of 84. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it really is. And then he went back to Slayer. <laughs> um, and then Megadeth got a different drummer <laughs> that same year. That uh, understands meter changes? <laughs> I would hope so. Um, because... He had previously been in the jazz band The New Yorkers with guitarist Chris Poland. Um, so That's an interesting shift. Jazz to metal. Yeah. And not just any metal. It's like thrash metal and speed yeah. metal. Like, it's fast. Yeah. Not that jazz isn't fast. I mean... But like... Yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of fast. Do you also hate these earphones right now? I do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They're not comfortable, but and we keep. power through. We power through. Um... Yeah, so, um, basically, uh, it was a three-piece band for a while, uh, and then, like, right after one of these shows, um, Chris Poland, the guy that I just mentioned, uh-huh. he was like, hey, guys, can I join? And then played for them, and then they were like, yeah. And that was in December of 84. So all of these lineup changes just happened in 1984. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. much to happen in one year. Yeah, seriously. Uh, in 85, Combat Records gave the band a deal. Um, <laughs> like, they're like, he's, here's $8,000, go record this. And then they spent half of the money on drugs, alcohol, and food. And then fired the original producer and finished recording themselves. I mean, <laughs> if that doesn't scream metal, I it, don't know what it, does. It really does. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, sorry, I am getting a message from my dad. Um, I gotta respond to this. Yeah, of course, family <laughs> is important. Um, but while I'm responding to this, you can hear this song "Peace Sells." It actually came out like in a in a later album. Um, I can't see from here, but I saw who. Um, but what should we call it? Back to this shit. Um, so it says, despite its low fidelity sound, I cannot talk right now, man. Uh-oh. says, despite its low fidelity sound, killing is my business and business is goods was relatively successful in the underground metal circles. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, freaking, uh, 
So the song Mechanics is what I want to talk about. So that song is a is a really fast-paced song. It's aggressively fast, I'd say. Um, and I'll actually play it after this. Where is it? Uh, where is it? Hey. Oh. Oh, did I just accidentally skip it and not play it? Or no, it had to have come up already, didn't it? I have no idea. No, yeah, yeah. The first song that played. That's what it sounded like. And anyway, the point of it is that that song <laughs> is just like uh, the Four Horsemen by Metallica, and okay. everybody and their mother like can hear that they're the exact same song, except one sped up like crazy and has different lyrics. Okay. So the story goes that um, basically Dave Mustaine wrote the song while he was still with Metallica, and it was supposed to be a Metallica song, right? Yeah. Um. And so when he got fired, he was like, hey, y'all, don't use my song anymore. Yeah, that makes right? sense. Like, And then Metallica was like, okay. No. And then slowed it down and then wrote different lyrics to it and created the Four Horsemen. And it's like, you know, it's the same fucking song without being the same fucking song. And yep. so then there's a rumor that I don't know if it's true or not. But the rumor is that Dave, out of spite, because Metallica did that, uh-huh. ended up speeding up m- m- the mechanics to the tempo we know that it is now, mm-hmm. and like that's what like he just did it just because. And I like, mean, I'm petty, so I would do the same thing. I have no idea if it's true or not. I I genuinely don't know what the original tempo of that song is supposed to be. Um, but if that's true, like that's fucking great. You know, it really like, is. Fuck you! I'm gonna play it faster. <laughs> yeah, like I would definitely do that out of spite. Yeah. Because that's just who I am. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the another song on that album is uh, "These Boots Are Made for Walking." Yes. I'm, yes. I'm what? Yes. Exactly what you're thinking of. Yeah. Nancy Sinatra. Yeah. Uh huh. They took it, sped it up, and changed some of the lyrics. That's crazy. Yep. And so it's their cover of that song on that album, which is hilarious to me. But yeah. So. That yeah. song seemed to be in my head all day now. Thanks. <laughs> hey, but now listen to it in this voice. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm so happy I didn't wear my docks today then. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> if I was oh, wearing well. my docks, that I would like never escape. Oh my god, Thank yes. Thank god it's old schools today. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's great. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just some of the stuff on the earlier years, right? Um, and then, uh, whatchamacallit? They played some tours uh, with some other bands in 85. Just kind of went along with that kind of stuff. And then for their sophomore album... Um, Megadeth was under the pressure to deliver another successful album the uh, be all or end all of any band you either go to the next level or it's beginning of the year so basically they were just trying to outplay themselves essentially which makes sense yeah Um, <laughs> and then it was just insanity 
because the album was produced on a $25,000 budget. Oh my god. Yeah, Did they for, blow half of that on drugs, alcohol, and food too? I would not be surprised. <laughs> but, um... I would not be surprised because, like, they weren't happy with what it sounded like at the end of it. So they left Combat Records and signed with Capitol Records. Yeah. And then Capitol Records bought the rights to the albums. And then was like, cool, so this is going to be done this way. And then in late 1986, Peace Sells But Who's Buying was released. Um, wait, that's a lie. Is it a lie? Uh, most... Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, it is, it is released. I'm sorry. Um, but so, yeah, that was 86. In 87, they were the opening act for Alice Cooper, which is really, you know, really big in the metal world. Yes, it is. Um, and then we get to 87 to 91 years. Um, so Far, So Good, So What? And Rust in Peace were the next two albums that came out. Um, and th- so the first one, So Far, So Good, So What? It took five mo- over five months to record, and, like, it was just... The production was just a catastrophe because of Dave struggling with drug addiction. Struggle. Struggle. That's that's the new word. Yeah. It's the drug struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I might accidentally start using that more often, on ironically. I believe <laughs> it. I like. I would not be surprised if you did. Um. Yeah. So Dave's drug addiction. Well, struggling with Dave's. Dave struggling with addiction. There you go. There you go. You You got it. I can't word today. No, words are hard. (laughs) That's why I don't play Wordle. I just don't have the patience. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm over here doing crossword puzzles. Uh, But yeah, yeah. So it was horrible mostly due to substances and the priorities we had or didn't have at the time. uh, Is a quote from Mustaine. Uh, He crashed with with Lonnie, the producer. Um, They just butted heads a lot. And then... Uh, it was also like it was mainly because like apparently Paul Lani was like we need to record all the drums without the cymbals and then put in the cymbals after interesting yeah it was unheard of process for rock drummers like in other genres apparently it's a thing that they do which I guess to some degree makes sense because if they want to balance the drums as much as possible, like, I guess you would want to do something like that, but that still seems really stupid to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he eventually got replaced by Michael Wagner. Wagner. Wagner? Yeah. Uh, album came out in 88, and it was well-received. Um, and they actually had a, a cover of a, a song by a band called The Sex Pistols. I don't know yeah, if you know who that is. I know who the text pistols are. Yeah. Do you know the song Anarchy in the UK? I do. Yeah, so they covered that song on that I'm, album. I'm not super well versed in rock and metal music, but I'm not like completely dumb about it. Okay. Had nothing to do with that. It was just if you knew it or not, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people at least know that song. Well, I mean, it did get really popular when Guitar Hero 3 came out, so. I don't even know it from Guitar Hero 3. I just know it from my parents. Like. My mom was playing that when I was like four. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah. So that happened. Um, I love that my watch just gave me a notification that I missed a phone call from my dad 15 minutes ago. That's amazing. Yep. Um, so a fun fact about that is the Mustaine 
changed the lyrics by accident because he didn't he never actually heard them the right way so like he was mishearing lyrics i do that all the time and yeah yeah <laughs> um they did a tour and then the band opened for dio which is super cool and supported iron maiden which is also super cool that is super cool two huge fucking names um, and they did North American tour with Warlock and Sanctuary, and a European tour with Trek, or sorry, a European Trek with Testament, Nuclear Assault, Flossam and Jetsam, and Sanctuary. Flossam and Jetsam is a band name that I have never heard before, and that's hilarious. I, I love that. I hear you say that, and I can only think of like the eels from The Little Mermaid. Is that their name? Yes things to look into because if that's hilarious yeah well okay no but this was this was <laughs> this was in like 89 that song that song that movie came out in the 80s it's from the 80s yes why did i think it was early 90s like i knew it was pre-lion king but i thought it was like 90 91 or something no uh beauty and the beast was 91 Oh, that's what I was thinking of. But The okay. Little Mermaid came out in the 80s. I'm finding what year it was. Okay, I... I'm finding what year this band formed. Flossum and Jetsum formed in 1981, but didn't get the name of Flossum and Jetsum until 1984. And the movie came out in 1989. Okay, so... So it's not from there. No, but they might have got it from them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Disney listens to metal, confirmed. I mean, there's <laughs> got to be some animator Probably. that does. Probably. And just like put it in as a joke. They do that all the time. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. Uh, and then... What do we have? Uh... Let's see, uh, where is it? So, uh, Rust in Peace, I'm looking for when that came out in there and I can't find it. Uh, oh yeah, around, uh, 89, 90, somewhere around there is when, uh, they got Marty Friedman, arguably their most popular, um, guitarist. Sorry, couldn't. It's like, words. Yeah. Uh, Rust in Peace came out in 1990, I, I was right about that. Um, and then they, you know, they did a tour and that's when they played with Slayer, Testament, and Suicidal Tendencies, um, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they also went on a tour and supported Judas Priest, um, and then also appeared at Rockin' Rio. Uh, that was in 91. So then we get to the next two albums, Countdown to Extinction and Euthanasia. Uh, Countdown to Extinction came out in July of 1992, and then Euthanasia came out in... Where is it? 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 There's so much information on this. Uh, 95? 94? Uh, they reunited to... In early 94, they reunited to make, uh, Euthanasia, but the album itself was released... Why are you not here? Come on. What are you reading off of? Wiki! We love Wikipedia. It has all of the possibly right answers. November 94. 
Oh, you know, this is gonna be right. The metal community does not play with this shit. I know, I'm just like talking no. Wikipedia in general. Yeah. Uh, November 94, that's right. The album came out like a month after I was born. <laughs> that's yep. funny. Yep. I'm technically older than that album. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right, 1996 to 2000. So we have Cryptic Writings and Risk are the next two albums. Cryptic Writings was released in June 1997. And then Risk was released in August of 1999. And that was a critical and commercial failure. Oof. Yep. I feel like every band has one of those, though. Yep. There's always just one album that's just like, no, we don't talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want more information on the Risk album, and last week I mentioned St. Anger's, how that was a terrible album. If you want more information on both of those albums, you can check out our YouTube channel and listen and watch the video that Audie Metalhead did of that Versus episode, because he talks about both of these albums in great length. Um, and I am not going to cover them because fuck that. <laughs> cool. But, yeah, go check out the YouTube channel. <laughs> Casual plug. Casual plug. Uh, let's move on. Uh, 2000 and 2004, The World Needs a Hero, Breakup, and Hiatus. That's right. I'm alive for this part. <laughs> <laughs> so, The World Needs a Hero was released in May of 2001. And and then they basically broke up after... Um, let's see. Let's, let's start... Uh, let's start here. Okay, so a European tour with ACDC in support of the World Needs a Hero began in mid-2001, and then it was followed with the tour with Ice Earth and Endo in September. Uh, and then Mustaine, uh, Mustaine was like, hey fans, y'all want to pick what songs we play? And the fans were, of course, like, yeah, let's do it. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the fans got to choose... Um, these the, the songs of the setlist for that Megadeth would play, which is really cool. On, that in is my really opinion. cool. Uh, but sadly, the the tour got cut short because you know September 11th. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they didn't uh, go anymore. All the dates were canceled, um, including a DVD that they were supposed to shoot in Argentina. Oh that wow! Just didn't get done. Yeah, um, it's understandable. Why, yeah. Though. Instead, uh, the two bands played in Arizona for two days, November 16th and November 17th. Um, and they were filmed as the live release, uh, live album, Rude Awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got a remix and remaster of one of the previous albums, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. And then pretty much nothing really happened for the next couple of years. Live for the next year. Live for the next couple of months. <laughs> I, I misread what my timeline was. Sorry, in January of 2002 is only like two months after. Yeah. Um, Mustaine was hospitalized for the removal of a kidney stone and was admi- administered pain medication that triggered a relapse of his drug addiction. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Um, but he was good about it because he checked himself into a treatment center in Texas. That's good. Yeah. That's and then being what? And then what wasn't being responsible was that he fell asleep with his left arm over the back of a chair, so he just fell asleep like this. Yeah. And then that that caused compression of the radial nerve. Oof. And then he was sick, like he was diagnosed with radial neuropathy, which basically meant he couldn't 
move his hand. Yeah. As a guitar player, that is uh, fucking terrifying, to say the least. As a violinist, that's terrifying. Yeah, but it's, you know, guitar. No, kidding. Okay. <laughs> Love you, too. I hate you sometimes. No, you don't. Sometimes. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, but let's uh, let's just keep going. So, <laughs> April third, he uh, announced that he was disbanding Megadeth because, I mean, he was a, he couldn't play anymore. He yeah. was like, we 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 can't be a band if I can't play. Which, I mean, to be fair, like, it makes, makes sense, sense, you know. And then the next four months, he just went through five days a week of physical therapy, and like. He essentially, like, retaught his hand how to be a hand. Yeah. Which is insane. It is insane. And, like, this is this is 2002, right? Yes. So the band had been around for almost 20 years at that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was born in this... He's, like, 40-something reteaching his hand how to play. Yeah. That's insane. It is. Or almost 40. Almost 40. He was, like, late 30s, I think is what it was. I was, like, two. He made the announcement on April 3rd. I was kidding. Literally the day after. That's hilarious. Yep. Um, yeah, and then he spent a year in, work, in recovery and, you know, physical therapy and electroshock therapy. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Um, and then because of it all, he was able to create his first solo album. And, like, he got other people... To record with him and all that um, but the project was put on hold because he decided to remaster uh, Megadeth's uh, entire back catalog with Capitol Records and then re-recorded parts that were missing or altered without his knowledge in the original mixing oh yeah that's not good yeah so then 2004 and 2000 to 2006 uh, reformation the system has failed in Gigantor so in May of 2004, uh, Mustaine went back to his solo project, um, but then also he had contractual obligations to the band's European label, EMI, mm-hmm. uh, which meant that his solo project ended up being uh, released as a Megadeth album. Oh. Yeah. He still had contractual obligations. So. Yeah. Which sucked, but... Because, you know, he doesn't get his own personal thing. But, I mean, whatever. It happens. Um, and then Mustaine reformed the band. Uh, and also contacted the fan favorite Rust in Peace lineup to re-record backing tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... But, but what ended up happening is that Nick Menza, he, he, the drummer, he was able to come back. He was like, yeah, I'm down. But Marty Freeman and David Ellison, they already had... Uh, oh, sorry. No, they were unable to come to an agreement with Mustaine. So they didn't come back right away. Yeah. Um, System Has Failed was released in September of 2004. And... <clears throat> sorry. Uh, and it's like so these guys... Like Chris... Uh, not Chris, sorry. Critics herald it as a return to form like basically saying like this is what we know megadeth to be right yeah revolver was like dude this is fucking insane um this is like their 92 album uh, countdown to extension mm-hmm. 
what, wait, what am I listening to? Oh, I'm listening to Symphony of Destruction. Okay, nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it got really good um, reviews out of it because, you know, uh, somebody called it Neo Thrash Riffing with Biting Politically Charged Lyrics. It's like, yeah, that, that tracks. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then they started touring again. And so, you know, basically the band was like back on track to a degree, you know. Dave had full control of his hand again. and Which is amazing. Which is absolutely incredible. Um, and then in 2005... Dave organized an annual thrash metal festival called Gigantour. And he headlined, or well, they headlined the inaugural tour with acts such as Dream Theater, Nevermore, Anthrax, and Fear Factory. Which is pretty cool, man. Dream Theater is a badass band, I swear. Um, they kept playing shows for a while, and then we get to 2006 to 2011. Um, in May of 2006, they announced that their 11th album was near completion, and then it was scheduled to be released in October of that year, but um, it got postponed until May of the following year. And then he's like, Metal needs a really good old school record again. I believe I have delivered. And... I don't know too much about that album, Un- uh, United Abominations, uh, but I heard that it was really good, but I don't know. Um, and then the next album was Endgame, and that was released in Jan... No, not January, sorry. Um, let's see. The- in May, they finished recording. The release date was announced on their website and Metal Hammer was the first to review the album track by track what was that? just ignore me I'm listening okay okay (laughs) um yeah and then in January 2010 they set out on a tour for it with Slayer and Testament but got postponed because of Tom Mariah's back surgery ooh back surgery yep it's not fun no um, yeah. And then 2011 to 2015, they had the albums 13 and Super Collider. I just didn't even know these albums really existed until Audi Metalhead started talking to me about them. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, so that's what happened with them. Because, <laughs> like, you know, Metallica has been putting... In the last 20 years, Metallica has put out three albums. In the last 20 years, Megadeth has put out more than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight albums in the last 20 years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is really crazy. That's eight albums in like my whole lifetime. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Fuck off. No. Love you. I know. Okay. Um... <laughs> did you just really Han Solo me? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh my god, that took me it took my brain a second to trigger it too. I'm gonna just like keep making like casual references to things that are related to Disney until my birthday. <laughs> Enjoy. And it's gonna get even more annoying when we actually go. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
be the only metalhead in Disney that day. That's probably, probably not true. Probably not, but like you'll be the only one that looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Megadeth real quick. Um, so 13, uh, when did that come out? Um, the album was titled 13, uh, and was released in November of 2011, and then Super Collider was 2013, I think? Or was it 2014? I love how not very... 13, I was right the first time. It was released in June of 13. Um, Dystopia and The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. So 2015 to now is basically what we're looking at. Uh-huh. And so Dystopia is one of those albums that people have given me very mixed reviews and I haven't taken the time to listen to. But I've heard so many good and bad things about it. And I'm just kind of like, so, so is it good or is it bad? You know? Yes, um, I do know. <laughs> and, and this like doesn't give me a whole lot. Like, okay, so May tenth, twenty nineteen, they started the studio to. Um, oh wait, that's a lie. Sorry, wrong album. I was looking at the new <laughs> one. I was looking at the new one. Um, let's see, where is it? Uh, oh wait, no. What? What is happening here? Okay, you know what? I'm going to start from the beginning of this section because there's a lot of information going on in here. Um, so let's start with Lamb of God drummer Chris Adler and then guitarist uh, Kiko Loreiro of Angra were brought in to perform on Megadeth's 15th studio album after Dave unsuccessfully un- uh, un- attempted sorry, to reunite the Rust in Peace lineup. Uh, and in 20, in sorry, in yeah, 2015, October of 2015, Megadeth streamed Fatal Illusion, which is one of the songs off of the album Dystopia, which was released in January of 2016. Yeah, see, okay, I was right. I just missed that because it's in the middle of the paragraph instead of, you know, anywhere obvious. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and then they went on a tour, and the tour was with... Uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Children of Bottom, and Havoc. And then some stuff happened uh, with just some tour stuff. And then their former drummer, um, Menza, had died of a heart attack in 2016 while performing at a jazz club in Los Angeles. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I mean, the one thing i can say to that is he went out doing what he loved i know and i was thinking the same thing but also but that really like, sucks yeah of course it does but yeah um by this point they had already played with the big four mm-hmm. so metallica Metallica, and Anthrax slayer had all played together that was in like 2012 i was still in high school so I was in middle school. Shut up. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and so then he was being asked, like, you know, is it is it going to happen? And then Mustaine, was, Mustaine called for the powers that be to help put together a new Big Four tour in 2017 since all of the bands were promoting new albums. <laughs> and then nothing happened. 
Uh, Dystopia won a Grammy, um, which is the first Grammy that they've won after 12 nominations. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. While accepting the war. Oh, oh. It's <laughs> so bad. It must be. It's you can't so even bad. say it yet. While accepting the award, the house band played Mustaine's former band, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Oh, Causing no. some controversy among fans. Uh, yeah, I can see why. That's terrible. It really is. Oh, man. That's horrible. I cannot. Wow. Wow. <sighs> like, Shit. congrats. You won a Grammy. Also, we're not going to play your music. Okay. So in June of 17, he had an interview where he said they were going to work on the next album at the end of the year. And then some delays happened. 2018, they had the 35-year anniversary um, of the band. Um, and so, like, they were doing stuff for that. And then... After so long, in May of 19, they entered this to pre-production of the following album, which ended up coming out, uh, let's see when it was, because Pandemic was around here. Ooh. So, they announced that all shows, scheduled shows in 2019 would be canceled because, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, this is when... He got diagnosed with throat cancer. <gasps> oh, no. That's you awful. know, I know that this is bad and all, but, like, the sad part is, like, it's kind of common, and most of them just kind of come out on top. So I'm just like, uh, he'll be fine, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you're like, right. It's still really bad, and I forget that. Because Bruce Dickinson had throat cancer. Dave Mustaine had throat cancer. And, like, I forgot. Because, like they've come back from it so damn well you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so all of that happened and then you know he was going through all this shit and and dealing with it and then in february or january february of 2020 okay no, no 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 That's still the right dates, but in in July and August, sorry, in August of the previous year is when they said that in January or February of 2020, they would start a tour with Five Finger Death Punch and Bad Wolves um, supporting on the European part. But then, pandemic. So, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, And then, yeah, that happened, so they couldn't do anything, and then... Um, the school, the tour was rescheduled for summer of 21, so last year's. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> with Hatebreed replacing In Flames due to the latter being forced to withdraw from the lineup due to international visa issues caused by the pandemic. That's so bad. But, yeah. And so then in mid-2020, they re-entered the studio and resumed recording their... Uh, their new album tentatively planned release uh, for release in 2021. And then, let's see. 
they had a master class on Zoom, which is kind of weird. Um, but fuck it, I guess. Uh, the new album, he, uh, yes, January 21, they said, so the new album is going to be called The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead, which is honestly kind of a cool name. Um, and then he indicated that the title might change a little bit. And then, you know, David Ellison, the original bass player for all these time, all this time, uh-huh. left. Oof. Yeah. So they were like, no. Um, and then they actually found out that, like, he hadn't left, that he had actually been fired. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mustaine has a radio program, the Dave Mustaine Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that bass tracks were recorded by Ellison in May of 2020 were not going to be re- on the album and that they would be re-recorded by a different bassist. Ooh. Yep. So Sounds he, a little shady. He not only was like, yeah, he's out, he's also like, fuck his bass lines. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I, I don't know what would happen for... Um, you know, this to go out like that. Yeah. But um, feels like an interesting story. Yeah, and so now we gotta wait to see what the rest of it will be because the album hasn't actually come out yet. Um, it's it's scheduled for spring of this year, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. But that was your a bit of extended history on Megadeth. That's a little bit longer than uh than uh last week's for metallica but i mean they also did just pumped out albums yeah so it makes sense um but yeah right now we're listening to a tout le monde from the euthanasia album and and i have to say this because i'm just i i was stupid two years ago this song was talked about with taco and i okay and i very i distinctly remember he's sitting over here and we're talking and he's like, he's like, oh, I can't even say that name, but it's like a toot, a toot, limond or something. I was like, oh, a toot limon, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's French. It's a French name, which it is. Yeah. You know, that part's not wrong. But he's like, oh, do you know what it means? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and then I was in the, the uh, like under the impression of that, that that all of my French capabilities led me to believe, oh, it's like a tour of the world. Yeah. Which is actually pretty close to what it means, but it's not. It's it's to the whole world. Yeah. So it's not a tour of the world, but yeah. You were close. I was pretty close. Was For pretty not close. knowing friends. Yeah. Like figuring it out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really similar to Spanish. Yeah. So well, it's not too hard to figure out. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, uh, uh, like the two part is the part that that mess with me because like i just didn't realize it was like a todo el mundo yeah you know yeah my brain was like un tour del mundo which isn't right obviously but yeah uh but the song's really good i really like this song to be honest um it's fun i i remember learning that chorus because you know it's just all up in french you know mm-hmm. a tout le monde uh a tout mes amis je vous aime je dois partir and it's yeah he's just saying like I love you all. Bye. Okay, but my question is, why French? Beats me. Just thought it sounded cool, like. To be fair, it does. It does, but like. I don't know. I mean, maybe he took French in high school. I don't fucking know. <laughs> this album's old, so. Yeah. 
But, I don't know. But anyway, let's phase off the Mega Death now and let's see what comes up. In like seven seconds because of all these songs having silence at the end, which I never understood. Oh, Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> They're cool too. <laughs> I'm kidding. There was a time where they were my favorite band. Yeah. And it was insane when it happened because everybody knew me as the Metallica fan. Yeah. I was just, I was the Metallica fan. And Metallica is my favorite band. And I can play so many Metallica songs. And then just all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like Five Finger Death Punch now. And everyone's like, huh? <laughs> and, like, this is a relatively new band. Like, they're approaching 20 years of being a band mm -hmm. right so they're young still comparatively speaking you know metallica's from the 80s megadeth's from the 80s slayers from the 80s you know black sabbath is from the 70s iron maiden is from late 60s yeah you know and they're all still doing their th well not black sabbath but they're all still doing their thing and then i'm like oh yeah that's this band from at the time 15 years ago you know mm -hmm. and but like I just really enjoyed the aggressiveness in it. And then it all started started to sound the same. Yeah. They literally have three songs that have the exact same drum fill intro. What? Yeah, those three songs just start... And then they move into whatever the song is. That's annoying. And like... At first, I'm like, did they really just take it and re-record it? And no, you can hear the difference in the drums. So it's re-recorded. So it's really reused. Yeah. And then the third one, it's just faster. So the first two are like... And then the third one, the most recent of the three, is like... <laughs> this might be my controversial opinion. That's just lazy. Oh, no, it is. Like... It's not controversial at all. Okay. Well, maybe it is, but... To, like, somebody else, it probably is. Yeah. But, like, in this booth, it's not. Yeah, Like, no. come on. Like, come on. Yeah, I made it a game at one point. Just it's like... Just like, all right, which one is it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to guess it's this one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was right. Or, oh, no, I was wrong. Or whatever. But, just, like... Uh, yeah, no. You can't... You couldn't be, like, a little more creative than that? <laughs> um they also like they took sorry i was away from the mic they also took um a lot of their song lyrics from some of their older songs and reused them into a newer song and i'm just like really it's like there's like three songs in this song yeah um so they have one lyric from uh, the lyrics where did i go wrong who was I supposed to be when I'm said and done? And then the original goes, Will you remember me? But then in the newer song, um, it goes, You will remember me. And it's, it's like they just changed that slight word. Yeah. Um, there's another song called White Knuckles that they took from. And like there's one part of the, of the song where he just... I'm taking back control with white knuckles. I'm taking back control with my knuckles. Right? And they put that and stuck it in the new song too. Um I And then there's like one more section, I can't remember what it was. I don't like that. I'm just like like it had potential. If you're burnt out on songwriting, you're burnt out on songwriting. I mean like 
it's just in the chorus section that they did this. In all the main lyric verses, I mean. Yeah. They did their own thing, and the rhythms are not the same throughout the rest. Yeah. So it's like they I just. I get that, but. And the song is like called Death Punch Therapy. Matter of fact, like, let me actually play that <laughs> song because I need to hear some things. Where is it, though? Like, <laughs> I don't know how to. This is all Avatar. This. Okay, yeah, here. Um, and then. Is it this album? No, it's not this album, it's Fate. Uh, where is it? Death Punch Therapy. Here we go. It's a bonus track on that album. Ah, oh, my back crack. That was good. Oh. So yeah, this is, this is the song. And so like, this entire pattern right here, it's not anything we... Or, well, I wouldn't say anything, but like... It's not particularly reminiscent of any of their songs from before, mm -hmm. right? And then this vocal pattern slash melody, which if you can call it that, um, you know, it's unique to this song. It's not it's not something I've necessarily heard in other songs, or at the very least, not that I paid attention. Mm -hmm. But then this line. Who was I supposed to be when it's said and done? And then that's that's new mm -hmm. this, is, this is part of this song and not the other song um and then yeah this is death punch therapy right um so then that that line comes from one of the other songs and i can't remember which one off the top of my head right now like i can hear it and not hear it in my head which sucks yeah that's none of this sounds the same and then and then there it is again for their mm -hmm. chorus right it's like a pre-chorus. Uh, that part. I'm taking back control with my knuckles. It's all from white knuckles. Yeah. And then this... This solo just feels lazy to me. Yeah. It sounds like somebody decided to tremolo pick and just kind of go up a scale awkwardly. That I part right there, the diddly 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 diddly, that's a, that's from a different solo. Yeah. Yeah. I so feel like my previous statement stands. Like, if you're kind of burnt out on it, maybe don't do it for a little while. That section, the do that do do that do, that's from somewhere else too. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. how this entire show has just become like you singing bits and pieces of I mean, different things. Yeah. Well. Like, the song is still fun and all, but it's like, I can't unhear the other songs. Mm -hmm. And, like, at first, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is so cool. They're calling back to their old songs. But then I'm like, they could have done it better. Yeah. I'm not listening to that. Ooh, Iron Maiden. Yo, I want to go see Iron Maiden this September. Do it. Come with me. No. <laughs> Why not? I'm busy that day. You don't... <laughs> Fuck you. Love you. <laughs> oh, you should come, though. It's, it's It'll be fun. And I promise I won't get pick tickets if you do come. No. Cool, I'm getting pick tickets. Have fun. <laughs> Ask somebody else. Uh, both Izzy and Brian both are just, like, leaning towards no. And okay. Taco is also like, oh man, I don't have money. So I'm like, be lame. 
But I would love to go with all four of them and go to the pit and just, you know, lose my shit. I gotta yeah. remember to not buy a poster, though, because that was fucking bad. Mm -hmm. So when I went to go see them in 19, right before the pandemic, uh -huh. uh, I bought a poster. And originally, I was going to keep it. Um, but then I also ended up getting... Uh, I also ended up getting this keychain. Oh, I like never even noticed what your keychain was. Yeah, I, Legacy of the Beast Tour, Iron Maiden. Yeah, I've never looked at your keychain. Yeah, like, so I, I ended up keeping this. And like, I've had keychains before, but this is the first one I've had that has like this extra line of, 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 of cloth. Yeah. Which helps it fit in my pocket so well and still be clipped to my belt loop. Yeah. Which I love, right? Mm -hmm. um, but so then, I, because I bought this, I was like, oh, do I want the poster? And like, Taco had wanted to go and couldn't. And so I, I ended up giving him the, the poster. But during the show, um, at some point, somebody spilled their beer on it. Ew. Yeah. And so the edges are like a little messed up. But he puts his posters in frames, so you can't even see that. Um, and I don't know if he still has it up or not, but... But when he showed me like I, um, that he put it in a, a, a frame, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And yeah, that's what ended up happening with that. And so I'm like, I never want to buy anything beforehand again. But that, that whole concert was a lot of fun. Like, God, I, I remember going into it like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I only want to record one specific song is Aces High. Cause I love that song. And it was the first song they played. Nice. So I got to record it and then just spend the rest of the time there. Just enjoying just it. Just enjoying the concert. Yeah. It was great. Ended up meeting some random chick that I made out with. That was hilarious. Sounds like fun. It's a metal show. So, yeah. Um, lost my best friend within two seconds of the show starting. Sounds accurate. Yeah. Which was absolutely hilarious because I told him, all right. When we get separated, this is where we're gonna meet. He was like, okay, cool. And then just immediately separated. Couldn't like I was like at least thirty feet away from him easily. Yeah. When we when we when we finished up and everybody was leaving, we both kind of came to the conclusion of staying there for a second. Mm -hmm. So that like we would let people leave, we wouldn't be in the giant mess of fucking people. Yeah. And then possibly find each other. And then yeah, we were like 45, 50 feet away from each other. Like, oh, there you are. Yeah, like, I called him. I'm like, where are you at, bro? Oh, I'm, uh, you know, I ended up more to the right. Oh, I'm in more in the center. And then, like, we looked over and, oh, there you are. Hi. It's just <laughs> across the fucking half the pit. It's yeah. great. It was hilarious. But that was a good day. Uh, Sounds I, like it. And that's why I want to go back. I don't know where they're playing this time, though. And I, I kind of hope it's SoFi just so I can go in there for a reason that I actually want to go into. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, if it's Bank of California again or if it's the Forum, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. These are great venues. I haven't been to any of them. Oh, but, but I need to double I'll check where it is. Um, trying to think if, like, if there's any show coming up that I can take you to that isn't insane. Because I, I somewhat pay attention to the Forum sometimes since it's so close to me. Yeah. Um, it really is. It really is. You know, it's like biking distance, you know. Yeah. So I some I, I try to keep up just so I know like oh there's a concert this day and like I know traffic's gonna be bad you know mm -hmm. same with SoFi yeah but I'm not I'm not trying to 
take you to anything in SoFi because that's going to be stupid expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, it's all going to be expensive, but mm. yeah. Yeah, but SoFi is just going to be stupid expensive for yeah, no reason. Yeah, because it's like brand new. Yeah. So if something comes up that I think you'd like, I'll let you know and then we can go to the forum. Okay. But yeah. Um, I think the show might, the, the Iron Maiden shows might be in Anaheim though. So they're probably at the Honda Center now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, I miss I miss going to concerts. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that I went to go see Avatar last year. Yeah, I think my roommate and I are gonna try and see something over the summer when we're not working. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't want to go during your shift. No, or like, you know, like After. where we have like work the next day. Mm, yeah. I don't want to. It's dead. probably better to go after a shift. Yeah. Than before the next shift. That's what we're thinking but like we need to know what we're working naturally before we can commit to buying some tickets some yeah. tickets because they're not that expensive right now oh cool well, yeah. for who i'm not gonna tell you you're gonna tease me i am yeah <laughs> now i need to know no i'll tell you later but i'm not gonna admit it on the podcast <laughs> oh, okay yeah i guess yeah just stop recording we're gonna okay all right for sure um now yeah i'm i'm excited that you know things are opening up i'm excited that we can do this kind of shit again and yeah. go hang out at at fucking venues again my sister just went to go watch bad bunny i know i'm so jealous <laughs> i tried so hard to get those tickets and they i couldn't they were so expensive she's going again in september i know and i'm mad <laughs> i couldn't get tickets for anything those tickets might still be available. Yeah, but they're stupid expensive. My sister says she only paid seventy dollars more for the for the ticket. They're cr- like the ones that are still gonna be available are gonna be crazy expensive because they're gonna be resellers. That's true. Like I'm not gonna spend eight hundred dollars on a bad bunny ticket. Fucking. And that's hell. like lowballing it probably. Yeah, honestly, it's like. I mean, even Megadeth had. A to bring it back to Band of the Week. Yeah. They had a show once in LA and I saw what pit tickets are like. Cause I always get pit tickets whenever I go see someone, right? Mm-hmm. But their pit tickets were like weirdly divided for some reason into the different sections. Yeah. And then like front and center was like six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. But then like front stage right uh-huh. was like 800 bucks i'm like why is this more expensive you have less of a view of the band it was weird but i i don't even remember where that was but yeah fucking no i'm not paying that much for tickets man i the most i've spent on tickets is like 220 yeah the last time i went to a concert i i didn't buy my own ticket (laughs) nice Fucking yeah, yeah. I want to see other bands too. Like I, I missed Killswitch Engage because they didn't. They weren't at the the festival that we went to. The so, one you went to in Florida. Yeah, with DJ. With DJ, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, I still want to see Killswitch Engage. I, I want to watch Avatar again because I can't get enough of that. Yeah. Um. I want to. I actually want to see. Mary, uh, 
Mary, I'm stupid. Who the fuck was I going to say? I have no idea. I was thinking of M's and then timing got in my head and then I was remembering that Mary had messaged you and yeah, that was all weird. Yeah. Metallica and Megadeth is who I was actually thinking of. I, they they I, all start with M. I figured that's where you were going with it. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I apologize. But yeah, I want to I want to see Metallica and Megadeth because I haven't actually gotten into it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure those tickets are gonna be expensive. Oh yeah. Um, I would love to see Ozzy again, but that's probably gonna be expensive too. Yeah. Um. Can't get enough of Iron Maiden though. But. All right, so uh, now that we've been rambling for a little while, yeah, let's uh let's do the last part of this show. Let's uh new music suggestions. Uh, we have a decent amount of time, so two suggestions. Because why not? Damn. <laughs> you weren't ready for that, were you? No, I was barely ready with one. <laughs> That's okay. Just give your one and then give the other one after. Uh, and of course, Spotify like wants to be weird while I'm trying to look. <laughs> wow, you don't even have it ready. I'm going to go with Crash My Car by Coin. Crash My Car? By Coin. Alright. What can you tell me about this? Nothing. I like it came up on like my recommended when I was driving and I like I just liked it for some reason so it got added to my playlist. Because I was like driving on the 405 and couldn't like change it. (laughs) And I was like, okay, we'll just go with it. Gotcha. It's and I like I remember I have a friend who really likes this band and I have like one other song by them on a playlist somewhere, but I don't actually like actively listen to them but i enjoyed it while i was driving so gotcha yeah and i thought it was funny that it's called crash my car while i was driving (laughs) okay it's it's something it's something it's catchy at least yeah that's i think that's why i was like oh like i can get into this okay (laughs) I'm gonna. My first suggestion is a be, uh, is an Avatar song, uh, and surprised. it's called "Out of Our Minds," mm-hmm. and I love this song so much because it sounds like a goddamn anime intro song. You're kidding me! Oh, you didn't know that? I haven't played this for you. I don't. I mean, if you have, I wasn't paying too much attention, and you didn't say anything about no, it. No, but I would. But yeah, so then I guess no. Okay. It sounds exactly like an anime intro. That's kind of amazing. It's kind—it's kind of hilarious. It's nice. very awesome. Yeah. I love that song. It's just so, so anime, and it, it's gonna start, and you're gonna be like, mm, "Are you sure about this?" And then it'll get into it, and then you'll be like, "Oh, yeah." Well, like normally when it comes to stuff where you're like, "You need to listen to this," I trust you on it, and I'm just like, "Okay." No, I mean I know that, but I'm just I'm just pointing it out, like. Yeah. And I might have suggested this on one of the older episodes, but I don't remember if I did or not. Yeah. I know I've talked about it for sure on this podcast before, like pre you. Pre me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. 100% I've talked about it, but I don't remember if it was a suggestion that I put or not. Or was it just something that you just, like, started talking about? It's entirely possible that that's all it was. Mm-hmm. This song feels like it's supposed to go somewhere and then it just kind of doesn't. It feels like it should be, like, playing in the background to, like, a movie or something. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of the vibe I get from it. Like, it should be, like... It's, it's definitely, like, one of those montage songs. Exactly. Yeah, which is probably why I don't hate it, but... Yeah, well, that's obviously surprising. <laughs> what do you mean? I've never hated anything that anybody has suggested. No, but I'm just, like, normally you have stronger opinions. No, 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 no. I mean, well, I, I guess you're somewhat right, but like, uh, okay. Um, for the people that are confused, um, I have a friend who listens to this podcast, and I told him we were talking about Fuck, Megadeth. I, d- <laughs> I did do the wrong song after all. Uh, we were talking. Uh, I told him we were talking about Megadeth. And <laughs> I guess he doesn't really like Megadeth. And then he says Dave Mustaine lives in Fallbrook, which is a, a city in Southern California. And the fact that he knows that is a little bit creepy. Because <laughs> I don't know how he knows that. Yeah. Sorry, this is the wrong song. Nice. I always do this with these two songs. Because this one kind of sounds like an anime one too. Mm-hmm. But like, it's this one. Your oh face. my god, you are not wrong. Your face just went, what am I listening to? Your, your face just gave me the face of like, what am I about to start watching? Yeah, exactly. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and then wait, just wait, because it... it... Yeah, you're, you're so <laughs> mind blown. What? It sounds like it belongs in an anime intro. It does. And I'm gonna make it even better. I can see like the transformation scene like playing out in the intro right now. <laughs> Did you know that there is a fan-made SpongeBob anime intro? No. This song fits it a little too perfectly. I'm gonna need to see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you because it's great. Honestly, I feel like that should be something that's sent in the group chat. Which one? The, the one for I'm the kidding, podcast. I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to actually like build it that way then, so yeah. I can do that. Which it's fine, but like, it doesn't like exist like that. I know, like, but so. like, it should. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll make that happen, but. But I found it out by complete accident. Because, like, I'm just randomly... You know, I was on the weird side of YouTube for a while. And came across the the Spongebob anime version, right? Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is really cool, right? And then later that same day, I'm just, like, exploring Avatar and, like, listening to them and blah, blah, blah. And I came across the song, and I'm just like, no, what? This like everything you went through is what I went through when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. 
and then and then I was like, oh, what if I? And then like I pulled up both of them together and like I hit play. I muted the SpongeBob one, hit play, and then hit play on the song, mm-hmm. and it just works. It's so sync. It's like terrifyingly sync. It's it's yeah. Yeah. And then of course, it just has the. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes! Ah. <laughs> yes, that! You're just that. like, what? <laughs> and then, the build to the chorus. <laughs> oh my god. It's crazy, right? It is. You know what? Fuck the second suggestion. I'm gonna cut this off so I have the time to show you. Okay. It's fucking great, though, but. With that in mind, thank awesome. you so much for hanging out with us for the last hour and change in our absolute chaos of a show. Isn't I love it always this. chaos? I love doing this show, but, you know, what, what would it be without some chaos? Really, really lame. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, um, so you can follow us on Instagram at official pedal to the metal, all one word. You can find us on Facebook with the same thing. Both of those have link trees where you can find our Discord server where you can hang out with us, talk to us. What the fuck? Why didn't you go back to the playlist? Why are you asking me? This is, I was, was super confused. I was so confused. I was waiting for some metal to start playing. Like, come on. Um... Both of those have Discord where you can talk to us, hang out with us, and all that stuff. Just don't DM us because we won't respond. Um, you can also find links to our YouTube channel, where you, uh, which I mentioned earlier, where you can check out the Versus episode um, that exists on the albums that we don't talk about. Because, um, But uh, you can also check out a bunch of other stuff. Shoot the Shit uh, will be coming back most likely during the summer at the earliest. Hell yeah. Unless something else happens and we can make it happen sooner. But I'm aiming for summer for that. Because, um, we you know, we got to work out logistics and stuff like that. Um, but that's going to be cool. So check that out. Uh, you could also uh, check out our website. Just learn about us. You know, we have some bios on there um, for all of us, uh, which is really cool. Past members and current members and all that good stuff. And just some other stuff. The poll will be working soon hopefully um you know i'm still working on that it's not easy though yeah uh but i'm doing what i can um but yeah and then of course you can check out our show guys where you can listen to all the previous episodes and catch up and hear the bullshit that we do um all the time always and forever (laughs) yeah um did i miss one Uh, i don't oh yeah merch uh, check out our merch. You know, we have an Instagram post so you can see some of the merch that we have, and it comes in different colors. Uh, you can get all this stuff in, in so many different colors. Like, uh, of course, the black and red combo is one of my favorites, but you can also do the red combo with different colors like blue and green and white and yellow, just not orange because that's a weird mix. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they also come in the black logo where you could do all these other colors. So definitely go check that out. Uh, Sweaters, uh, hoodies, pull-ups, zip-ups. I mean, pull-overs. Um, I said pull-ups. What? What is? Th- oh, that's the fucking. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. are yeah. for children. Yeah. 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 Um, you can get coffee mugs. You can get water tumblers. Stickers. Uh, stickers, of course, because who doesn't love a good sticker? But yeah, you can follow me personally, Alan Music Perez. Ooh. 
plugs. <laughs> There's a lot to do. I know. I think it's funny. Um, or you can follow my photography Instagram at nature's underscore beauty underscore AP, which the other day got hacked somehow, but it's all good. Um, you can follow my band's Instagram at nature's underscore, or sorry, wrong fucking plugs. Uh, <laughs> render me insane. Oh my God. Um, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash metalrider94. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Alan P, the life of a musician. Um, but I think that's everything for me. <laughs> is it? I don't know anymore. Is it? Did I miss something? I don't think so. I'm just giving you shit. Buy my book. <laughs> yeah. It's available on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Um. So unlike Izzy, I do have shit to plug. Um, it, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at underscore lilac goddess. My website is the link in my bio for my photography. Please hire me. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but like only a little bit. So thanks. That's all I have. All right. We love you, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.